Hello and welcome back to a Unity Moment, presented by Detroit Unity Temple. I'm producer Jesse, and your host this evening are. My name is Pastor Gregory Guy, Senior Minister at Detroit Unity Temple, and this is my colleagues. Reverend Melanie Porch Donahue, and I'm the assistant to Reverend Guys here at Detroit Unity Temple. Reverend David Stubbs, and I am proud of the Unity staff. And this is a Unity Moment. We have a special program for you today. As you know, every week we bring to you Unity Moments with a special event. This week, we're going to talk about Unity Basic Principles. How about that? Sounds good. You know, so often people ask me, well, what is Unity? And last week we talked about the 12 Unity faculties. But this week, I would like for us to focus on the five basic Unity Principles. How's that? Sounds good. Sounds fun. Because too often people will talk about other aspects of unity, but they always come up to me, someone, and say, well, what is unity about? And they seem to have all kinds of questions. I've heard too many people talk about, well, I don't know what unity is. So I felt it's very important that we give people a clear-cut understanding of what unity is all about. Especially since last week we talked about the 12 faculties or 12 powers of unity. So we're going to go through the definition and the five principles that unity stands about and what unity builds on. So I'm going to have each one of us is going to take a principle. We're going to go into that discussion. But before we begin, let me just share with you. We are so grateful that you are here to be a part of this wonderful podcast that we call a unity moment. Miss Melanie, why don't you start us off with talking about these basic five unity principles and take the first one for us. So what we know is that principles, before we go any further, are, is just fundamental truth. And the first one, and I love this one, is that God is all good and active in everything, everywhere. God is all good and active in everything, everywhere. That is so important. Before we go any further, let me say this. I make sure that when I work with my young people, they have these principles anywhere they need them to be accessible. So they have written copies. I make sure they put them in their phones because I want them to live by these principles, not just when they're in church on Sundays, but I want them to live by these principles every day in their lives. So when we do our Sunday services, I always ask them what principle was the most prevailing one for you this week. So I love that God is um, all good and active and everything everywhere. Even when it looks like things don't feel so great around you, it's good to know that God is active in everything, everywhere. That That's a principle. Well, before we go into the five principles, I have to go back and say, what if a person come up to you and say, well, well, what is a principle? What would you tell them? It's just fundamental truth. It doesn't change in every situation. It's always going to be the right thing. David, in Unity, we have a basic book called The Revealing Word. For those of you who are listening to our podcast if you don't have a revealing revealing word, you can go to any Unity Church or Unity store or bookstore. You can get it online. But David, what would the revealing word say that the definition of a principle is? It says principle is fundamental truth. Divine principle is fundamental truth in a universal sense or as pertaining to God, the divine. It is the underlying plan by which spirit or God moves in expressing itself. The oversoul of this planet, which works its way into expression through Jesus. 
You know, and another way you can simply define principle is as a law. A law, yeah. The law by which things work. Right. Mm -hmm. So as we go through these five basic unity principles, and Melanie was describing the first one, that God is all good and active in everything, everywhere. Mm -hmm. That is the law. There's nowhere that God is that God cannot be. That's right. No matter where you, in a rock, a tree, mm -hmm. God is everywhere present. Is that correct? Absolutely. And we teach our kids there is no spot where God is not. <laughs> That's right. So everywhere you turn, there's God. And in that same area that you was reading, David says, principle is the I am of every man as the principle of music moves through tones. So does the principle of mind moves through ideas. A word is a spoken thought or idea. Therefore, God as creative mind moves through the expression thought of divine mind referred to in scripture as the word of God. Mm -hmm. so, and so when we say fundamental truth, we have to make sure that we, the difference between the small T and the capital truth, like you said, is the word of God. So that's God's word. And so we know once again that he's active and he's good in everything everywhere. But why did you say capital T as compared to a small T? A small T is your, your truth, your understanding is individualized, you individual. But the capital T is the word of God. It is the truth that is fundamental everywhere. That means it's unchanging. Unchanging, yeah. Hot dog. That's it. That's it. <laughs> well, Reverend David, yes. what is the second principle in unity? Second principle says, I am naturally good because God's divinity is in me and I am in everyone. So why don't we go ahead and break that down? Let's me know that one thing is for certain. God is good. And God dwells within all of us. And we like to, to, to uh, use the saying to say God is in everybody and everybody's body. So that's to say God is good. Because that means that no matter who the person is, that person has that divine presence because we're made in the image and likeness of God. Mm -hmm. God cannot be evil. God cannot be, there can be nothing. You can't have two spaces at the same time. So, no. so there's only good within God. I am naturally good because God's divinity is in me and in everyone. And so a lot of times in unity, we say, I behold the Christ in you because the same Christ is in me is the same Christ is in you. Now, people exhibit things in different ways. We know that. But God is in everybody. That's so important to know. So a person can make a choice oh, yeah. to make a mistake. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. why sometimes when we say a person made a sin, what is the definition of a sin? It's, so it's, a, it's actually a mistake. Right. A mistake. A mistake. Right? Yeah. Take a mistake. <laughs> so we need to, and it's missing the mark. Yeah. Missing and sometimes mark. we missing do, and we have to work. And one of the things I say all the time is separate the deed from the doer. Mm -hmm. right. Sometimes folk just do some stuff and it's not the smartest thing in the world. That doesn't mean that the person is not a good person. Right. We, yeah. And I just wanted to, to say that because sometimes we may look at the act of a person mm -hmm. and don't realize that they just haven't been taught who they are mm -hmm. and they may have been raised in an environment that hasn't brought out that divinity. Eric Butterworth wrote a book called discover the power within, within you. Yes. And in his book, he talked about the discovery or discovering that divinity that is within us. Mm -hmm. If you were never taught that there's a God within you, if you were never taught about that divinity within you, you may grow up and never know that there's a divine divinity within yourself. You may never know that there's, an innate good inside all of us. So we got to be conscious of individuals, no matter, even if the person's in prison, 
And yeah. sometimes we make the mistake, mistake of judging individuals <laughs> because they can commit the most hideous crime mm -hmm. and we want to judge them. But still inside that person. God is still there. God is still there. What are the other things that we always look at too? And I think it's very inspirational. John wrote in the gospel according to John, it said, it is the true light that lighteth every man that cometh into the world. So it was not discriminatory. It didn't say this man or that man. It said lighteth every man that cometh into the world. So that spark of God dwells within you, rather you are aware of it or not. And that's why what makes unity so special because our mission is to bring them into the awareness of the Christ within them, to help them discover that presence of the Christ within them, the, the awareness of that light that exists within them. So they can make that discovery because a number of people, you know, when John the Baptist was out there preaching in the wilderness, he wanted people to become aware. And Jesus came so that they can become aware of that light. You know, some of the greatest men, think about it. One of the greatest disciples, you know, who brought that light. You know, if you think about, had that Damascus experience when he was along that road, the road to Damascus. Paul. That was Paul. Yeah. Yeah. Paul had to be brought into the light. And Paul did so much along that road. He did. And, you know, what did Jesus or God said to Paul, Paul, why is thou persecuting Persecuted me? me? Mm -hmm. That's right. Mm -hmm. But he who did all that he did, persecuting those individuals along the way, he had to be awakened to the God within himself through that Damascus experience. But once he made that discovery, he was just as fervent for God as he was against God. <laughs> Amen. I love that you said a little earlier that even, even not even in, especially when people are in prison, sometimes we judge people by the things that they do, but God's divinity is also in them. And sometimes when people are at their lowest, they don't feel it. Um, I love it in unity that we do, we teach that. So no matter where you are, I'm grateful that we um, teach that, believe it, affirm it now, especially during this time right now, because if somebody had to come to church to hear that, to know it, they wouldn't know it right now because we're, you know, we're doing it by Zoom and we're doing it by different things. But if you know that God is in you, it doesn't matter where you are. If you see it on the screen, whatever is happening, you know that God is in you no oh, matter what. Yeah. That's important. There was a scene in The Color Purple mm -hmm. where that woman was walking mm -hmm. in her father's mm -hmm. church. Yeah. You know the scene I'm talking I about? I remember. Yep. And she was walking in that church and she started to sing. Yeah. Yep. And... And you know that song? God's See? trying to tell you something. God is yeah. trying to tell God me something. To tell you that something. was a beautiful yeah. scene. It was. Because her father had rejected her. Yes. Yep. And she was walking in that church. And, and, and she was walking in. And her father had closed his heart out yep. to her. And what was that song, Melanie? She would speak, Lord, speak, Lord, speak to me. <laughs> then then Melanie. she started saying, maybe God is trying to tell you something. Uh, and you she said, she said, even sinners... Have souls. Look, Daddy, even sinners have souls. How amazing, right? Maybe God is trying to tell you something. Might be calling us right now. So yes, we're excited. But that's good. To, but it's good to know that even, no matter what people are going through, they still are blessed. They still have, you know, they have souls, and so that's important. Yeah, which is wonderful because that takes us to me to the third principle. Go ahead. That I create my experiences by what I choose to think. And what I feel and believe, 
Yeah. I mean, I think about that. I create, I'm going to say it again. I create my experiences by what I, and the key word is I choose, choose. to think and what I feel and believe. And that's where a number of individuals get stuck. Yeah. Because I create my experiences by what I choose to I think choose. and what I feel and believe. Because many of us are choosing, and I'm just going to go back to what took place at the Capitol and how many people are right now were creating their experiences in America because of what they have chosen to think and what they were feeling and believing. And many of us, we could just draw, underline that whole paragraph, circle it, because right now, no matter who you are, America is caught in that third principle right there. If you believe in something that might be totally out there, and what we have to be careful not to judge individuals also. That's right. Because we are choosing, and I hope you are choosing God. We hope you are And choosing. so when you said the color purple, her dad had labeled her a certain way, so much so she didn't even want, he didn't want the church people around her. But when she came in that day, what she's saying is, this is me and my God. I'm going to do this. So God's Understood. divinity is in me. So when she walked through there, dad kind of had to do something different because you could tell the church people turn their nose up. And sometimes, you know, we get in these positions and we do that. We have to be mindful um, of the way that we treat people. But yeah, she said, look, I love the Lord and I'm walking in, dad. This is important to me. That whole movie was yeah. about that whole aspect. That, even, right. even, you know, her, the husband yeah. <laughs> who was who had totally did all that wrong. Mm-hmm. He had eventually come mm-hmm. to the end of the road and realized his own choices yeah. and not what he was choosing to believe. Make me think I had to go watch that movie all over again. <laughs> you gotta watch it. You gotta watch <laughs> it. Yeah. Because that was a great movie when you think yeah. about it. But I, but when we were talking, I just saw that scene in my mind. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. How powerful that scene was for her to walk into that church and how this so-called Christian man, man had judged his own daughter. And sometimes, like I said, we do that all, we do that. But what I love in unity is everybody can come. Right. It is your relationship with God. We don't judge. We don't do any of Anybody can come. God created everybody. So whoever wants to walk through these doors when they're open, because they're opening soon, <laughs> come on in, like for real. And you know, you know and, and, and I, I got to say, I love that part. Let's stay with there. I create my experiences mm-hmm. by what I choose. And every moment, every morning that you get up, you can change the experiences you had yesterday. Yes, you can. And yes, you can. to think and what I feel and believe, you know, that's why in unity, you know, that whole statement is built up for number four. Yeah. So, yeah, my favorite is uh, through affirmative prayer and meditation, I connect with God and bring out the good in my life through through prayer and meditation. So the prayer is that kind of talking with God at talk time and the meditation is just kind of sitting in that silence and receiving what God is like dropping into your spirit, what God is dropping into you. I love that. And, and people got to understand, and I hope those who are listening to realize that as we talk about these principles, they're built up on each one. Yeah. Because as you create your experiences and what you choose to think and what you feel and believe, you create an affirmation. You go into that space of meditation as Melanie expressed, and then you connect with God to bring out that good in your life. That is so, so When you talk about creating that one, going back to three, is so when you think about a 12-ounce bottle, you can say, once again, some people are half empty and some people are half full. Mm-hmm. So if you think half empty, in your mind, you already feel like you've lost something because already half is gone, right? 
But when you create in your mind, I choose to say it's half full. So now you say I have six ounces. I could have had zero, but I have six. <laughs> instead of, so that's how you, and we work with that with our young people. You get to create. You've got to create this in your mind. You've right. got to know this. Because if you don't, you'll walk around all, you know, broken down with everybody treatment. No, you get to create. It's some wonderful stuff out there. And, and let's take about that idea of creating what I like, what we do with our young people. Because we create a vision board. Yes, yeah. Yes, and we do. for those who are listening, sometimes we we put together a picture board, a vision board, where people can actually put into their vision board what they want to see take place in their own life. And they put those images out there mm -hmm. because we understand the power of visualization, the power of excitement of bringing things forth. And one of our th thoughts held in mind, so even looking at this picture that's in front of you, which is words, which is symbols, which is... Um, pictures with however you want, you put it in a place that you can see it every day and you're affirming whatever it is you're asking for because thoughts held in mind produce after their kind. So we're working hard to say, oh, this picture, when I wake up in the morning, this is what, you know, this is what I'm asking for. Go ahead, David. One of the things that we talked about last week in the 12 powers was the power of the imagination. Yes. Yeah. And so even it tells us it said, where there is no vision, mm -hmm. the people perish. So that idea mm -hmm. of the imagination yes. can bring you to a whole different aspect of life. As you begin to picture it, it begins to manifest mm -hmm. in your life. And, and as David is talking about this idea of visualization, because what you feel circulates through you almost like your blood but what you believe lock it into your system it, it it solidified but staying with the point four and affirmative prayer unity is built on the foundation of affirmative prayer we don't beg in unity we don't go around babbling in prayer we don't sit back and say oh god please no 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 we affirm because we are one with the father we know whatever, God is one with us and we are one with God. All that God is, I am, and all that I am, God, God is. is. Yes. Yeah. And when we go into meditation, we are allowing that process to take place, to flow through us. That word, I connect with God and bring out the good in my life. Have mercy. You know, one of the things we can really take as a, uh, an example or a pattern. Whenever Jesus prayed, he always began with, Father, I thank you. Yeah. Father, I thank you. He never begged. He never beseeched. He said, Father, I thank you for hearing me. And that's the pattern we should incorporate in our prayers. Not begging, not supplication, the things that they call. Father, I thank you. <laughs> I heard if you didn't have any other words to say, thank you is enough. It is. Just thank you. It is. Yes. <laughs> you are so correct about that, David. So, Mel, go, what's the, take us to the fifth one. The fifth one is I do and give my best by living the truth. Again, capital T, I know. I do and give my best by living the truth. I know I make a difference. And so that's, once again, all the stuff we've been talking about here, it's important for young people to realize, for us to realize. She realized it in the color purple. She's like, look, I don't know what my daddy might say, my mom might <laughs> say, but I know that I'm valuable. Mm -hmm. Right, that I can walk into the church, I can walk into any place, and because we know that we are the temple, we are the church, we are important just as we are. We can go anywhere. That's important to know that God loves all of us. And some days, you know, not only 
people you work with, this your family members that you like, woo, but God loves us all. And that's the blessing. I'm just going to take a moment to say, you are listening to a podcast called A Unity Moment. And we're located and sponsored by Detroit Unity Temple, located at 17505 2nd Avenue in Detroit, Michigan. Our number is 313-345-4845. 484. <laughs> but anyway, please, once again, we're at Detroit Unity Temple, located at 17505 2nd Avenue. Our number is 313-345-4848. My name is Pastor Gregory Geis. I'm with Reverend Melanie Porch Donahue. Reverend David Stubbs. And we're brought to you just to bring this wonderful message. We want to go on, and we only have a few more minutes, but I want to say, when we say I do and give my best by living the truth, I know we call that practical Christianity because we believe in practicing the presence of God in everything we do. Mm -hmm. And we want you to understand that. We also want to take these few minutes now to go into during this Lenten season. We want to read something from this part that Reverend David is going to share with you during this Lenten season. Go ahead, David. The subject says, I renew my willingness to cooperate. I go to my heart and feel gratitude for all those who, whom I have experienced rivalry or strife. I affirm divine love and wisdom, opening our minds and hearts and envisioning harmony established among us. I trust spirit to guide me in speaking words that express truth with empathy. I recognize that serenity is possible when I approach challenging situations as ways to learn how I can more effectively communicate and accept others as they are. I see the Christ in each person and prayerfully proceed, calling forth divine consciousness as our guiding light. I become more fully aware of how each person's unique strengths contribute to the greater whole of the team. Knowing that this situation can only be for me and not against me, I hold that truth for those I collaborate with as well. Our working together becomes a delightful as well as express our gratitude for the opportunity to reach beyond our differences and discover our shared connection. I renew my willingness to cooperate and feel my unity with all. The scripture says, make my joy complete. Be of the same mind, having the same love, being in full accord and of one mind. Let the same mind be in us that was also in Christ Jesus. I love that from the the actual first statement. I renew my willingness to cooperate. I love that. And then you talked a little bit about, in the beginning, different rivalries. But once again, three popped in my mind. I create my experiences by what I choose to think and what I feel and I believe. You know, it's so interesting that sometimes you could look at a situation and you go, they were all against me. They were doing all this <laughs> stuff. They was, they was trying to come find me. And then somebody else was like, no. I can tell you that years ago, let me say this, I cleaned my daughter's room out because she was so junky. I cleaned this room out for her and it was a punishment. It was a punishment. And when she got home, she was like, thank you, mommy, for cleaning my room. You made it so safe. And I laughed because I did it as a punishment, but she did it as she created. Thank you. You helped me out there, right? 
I also love in there, you said a lot of at the end, our, our, our. So that means even when you're in conflict with somebody, just two opposing ideas, I am naturally good because God's divinity is in me, but it's also in them. It's in right. everyone. Right. Yeah. And that whole affirmation, I renew my willingness to cooperate. And when we do that, we choose our good because God's divinity is in me and in everyone. Mm -hmm. So the ability to renew my willingness to cooperate allows us to bring forth that God divinity and see it in everyone. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, you are listening to a unity moment. And we just want each of you to know that we are going to continuously bring forth this wonderful broadcast, this podcast. And we're going to go through the five basic unity principles again. Melanie, take the first one. God is all good and active in everything, everywhere. Reverend David? I am naturally good because God's divinity is in me and in everyone. And I create my experiences by what I choose to think and what I feel and believe. Through affirmative prayer and meditation, I connect with God and bring out the good in my life. I do and give my best by living the truth I know. Please remember that right now, this is Detroit Unity Podcast. Our title is A Unity Moment. We hope you will join us again as we bring to you this wonderful program. We're here to bring to you a very special moment each and every Tuesday, every moment that we can can to make you learn a little bit more about what unity is all about. We want to say thank you to our board of directors that allows us to bring this program to you. We're located at 17505 2nd Avenue in the heart of Detroit. So remember, during this Advent season, you are special because you are a presence of God that lives within all of us. And we're working together to make this work. So we have a very special moment, a special day. So I'm going to ask my colleague just to say a final word before we close. So the important thing that we have to know about these principles is if you just look at them, they're words on a paper. You have to live them. You have to breathe it. You have to know that it's real. And that's why I said I work with the young people a lot here at Unity. I want it in every... I want it everywhere that they can have it. So print media, social media, however you can use it. Because I need you to pull it up. And once again, I always ask them. Not only do I want you to put, I want you to tell me something that happened this week that was interesting or challenging. And I want you to take a principle and I want you to tell me how you applied it or what it meant for you. Because then that's the practical Christianity. That makes it real for them. So that's the important thing. We also want to tell you that this one thing. God is good. God is good all day, every day. And if you ever get to a point where you don't think that God is good, then keep looking. You'll find it. <laughs> that's right. That's right. And we want to leave this thought with you. The light of God is surrounding you. The love of, of God God's is enfolding you. The power of God is protecting you. And the presence of God is watching over you. Wherever you are, God is. Have a beautiful day, everyone. And know right now that this is the unity moment. And we know that right now, this is going to be a blessed moment. Take care and remember, we'll look out and be with you next week. Take care. God bless you.